Welcome to the Expert Disney Planning Tips Podcast, where we bring together Disney pros to share our tips for making your vacation extra magical. Undercover Tourist is the trusted name in discount theme park tickets, with over 20 years of experience under our frog belts. You can find us online at undercovertourist.com. On top of saving you some green, we've also created comprehensive planning tools to make planning your next vacation as stress-free as possible, including the number one ranked crowd calendar, our comprehensive blog, park plans, and so much more. Hello, and welcome to the Expert Disney Planning Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel with Undercover Tourist, and today I am so excited to be joined by my friends, Becca and Karina, to dish on all things food at Disney World. Welcome, Becca and Karina. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. Hello. Yes, thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm excited. I cannot wait to talk about food. My favorite topic. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. So for anyone listening who may not know, Becca and Karina are Orlando locals, and you guys do Disney all of the time. But on top of that, you are two huge foodies. Uh, When I have questions about where to eat or what to eat, you two are absolutely the ones to ask. I totally trust your palates, and you always have the best advice. Outside of my day-to-day job helping families have their best vacations ever over at Undercover Tourist, I have a family of my own and I take trips with them, without them. So I've experienced dining alone, dining with just my husband, dining with friends, dining with my whole family, dining with extended family, you name it. And I've done it at all price points all over Walt Disney World Resort. So between the three of us, you are in great hands and we're here to get you ready to eat on your next trip to Disney World. Karina, aka at the Magical Latina on Instagram, always has the top foodie finds, and you also own and operate your own food truck. Karina, tell us a little bit more about you. Well, I've been living in Orlando for a little while, and I noticed there hasn't been like a lot of really good Puerto Rican food trucks or anything with a twist. There are a lot of Puerto Rican food trucks, but not with a twist. So growing up, my grandmas, my abuelas, they taught me all their recipes, so I incorporated that into my food truck, the Brujas Table. It's a witchy-themed Puerto Rican food truck that has vegan and vegetarian options uh, also. I put my schedule on my Instagram page and my story so you can keep up there. and You can follow me and come visit me, and I'll make you the best empanadilla of your life. Uh, But yeah, (laughs) that's my passion, and I love it so much, including Disney. That's why I love food, because I just love to, like, compare and like really get down to all the flavors and ingredients and then share it with all of you. We do too. I can't wait to talk more about food with you as time goes on. And that food truck is so special. Thank you. And then we have Becca, aka at Pixie Dustin Freckles. She's a mom. She's Becca, you're also like the hostess with the mostest when it comes to celebrating others and choosing like the best restaurants to have birthday celebrations, baby showers, you name it. You're also a total foodie. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. So for my day-to-day job, like Rachel, I work here at Undercover Taurus as a content creator and blogger. So eating at the theme parks and enjoying Disney food is literally my job. Like it's <laughs> my job to know the ins and outs of all the dining. But um, like, like Rachel said, I am a wife and a mom and a Lando local. And we just like hanging out at Disney even when I'm not at work. So, um, and part of our favorite pastimes at Disney are trying all the foodie spots, whether it's fine dining to snack carts. I'm on a mission to try it all. 
That's incredible. Well, I'm so happy to have you guys here. I was thinking about it today and I was like, you know, I'm not in Orlando. So I think we're going to talk about all of this amazing food and the two of you are going to get to go eat whatever you want that we've talked about today. And I'm going to be stuck here wishing that I were there. (laughs) Time to plan a trip. I know. Exactly. Disney World vacations take planning and dining is no exception. So, but for me, this is kind of where the planning gets really fun. Finding the best places to eat, making your list of Epcot Festival must-haves, getting those Instagram-worthy shots, it's all part of the fun. So we want you to leave today's podcast feeling prepared to dine at Walt Disney World. And that's going to look different for each family based on your budgets, your vacation party, and more. But we're going to give you a ton of delicious options for you to choose from to make the choice that's right for you and your family. So here's what we're going to talk about today. What are the dining options like at Walt Disney World? How do I make a dining reservation? How does mobile ordering work? And then my favorite part, we're going to talk about our very favorite things to eat in each Walt Disney World theme park. And we're going to talk about the very best thing we've ever eaten on Walt Disney World property. How hard was this to pick, you guys? Oh, very hard. So there's so many options. I know. So I asked Karina and Becca, and I did the same. We've kept our answers secret for this portion as well. So you're going to get live reactions as well as to kind of what we think about all these different food options. So can't wait to share. And then we'll close things out today by talking about our very top dining tips and tricks. So can't wait to share more. Before we jump in, of course, we want to share that you can save money on your entire Walt Disney World vacation, theme park tickets, your resort hotel stay, rental cars, and so much more through Undercover Tourist. Also, Undercover Tourist has a ton of fantastic planning tools. You heard Becca say she's a part of the team now that helps to create all of those. We also have some resources specifically with dining in mind. So if you hop over to our blog, you'll find in-depth resources on mobile ordering, restaurant reviews, information on character dining, and more. One of my very favorite things that we have ever created are our Epcot Festival menu infographics. We just released one for food and wine, but we do these for every Epcot Festival. And we create those menus in walking order so you know where to go next with helpful icons for things like top tadpole picks or kid picks, our team's favorite items, plant-based items, and more. Those are so easy to screenshot or download and have with you in the park so that way you can kind of mark your favorites and have a plan to eat. All right, all that in mind, Becca and Karina, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's jump into the good stuff. So we're going to start with a basic dining overview. Let's talk about the different types of dining that are available at Disney World because there are basically three. The first is quick service. Karina, can you tell us a little bit more about quick service dining? Honestly, I really love quick service because when I go to the parks, I'm always, I go last minute. So I like to just pick something really quick. So I go on my, my app, my Disney app, Mm -hmm. and you just, it's, the best thing ever because you just go on there you pick your time that you want your food you order you walk right up go to the front of the line and get your food you kind of just wave at everybody still waiting in line you're like hey (laughs) mobile order I always tell people you need a mobile order it's the quickest thing ever and it's nice because they have all the photos they have all the allergy friendly Mm -hmm. items on there so they make it very very simple for you but honestly the mobile order is really the way to go when you're when you're on the on the go. Yeah. And you don't have to wait like um I'm shocked at how many people like don't know about mobile ordering. Yes. And I yeah. 
because when I go to pick up my order, I will see like the the long line of people that are waiting to actually order at like the mm-hmm. cash register. And I was like, I'm like, oh gosh, like, and literally when you mobile order, you just are like, your order's ready. You walk up, you pick it up and like you're done. So such a time saver too. It totally Absolutely. is. So that's one option for dining, uh, quick service, just like the name, quick, easy to get. The next is table service. Becca, do you want to share a little bit about how that works? Sure. So I would think, I kind of think of it as like the opposite of quick service. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be like your full on restaurant where you sit at a table. Um, You're going to want to make a reservation at Walt Disney World for the table service dining. And you're going to sit down, you're going to be seated, and then a server will take your order and your food will be brought out to you just like a regular sit down restaurant. And at Walt Disney World, um, table service dining encompasses everything from character dining to dinner shows and um, fine dining. So some of these spots can fill up very, very quickly, Mm -hmm. something like Cinderella's Royal Table. So making the reservations 60 days out is crucial, but it's not the only way. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. For sure. So the next type of dining that we have is, I just labeled it as kind of other. So we've got quick service where you can usually mobile order. Um, And again, that's going to be like a counter service type of deal like Karina was telling us about. Then there's table service like Becca mentioned where you're going to sit down. The other are things that are in between, right? So there's carts, of course, where you can get your Mickey ice cream bars, your popcorn, your pretzels, your churros, you name it. Those will not have mobile order. There's also those Epcot festival booths that we love to visit. Those will also not have mobile order, but those are usually walk up again and grab your food similar to quick service, just no mobile order option. And like Karina mentioned, that My Disney Experience app is vital when you're going to Disney World for so many reasons. We've talked about it with tickets. We've talked about it with your hotel. But like Karina mentioned, that's also where you can find dining locations, make your reservations, mobile order, check the walk-up list, see the menus, and even check in for your reservation. So you'll want to make sure you're ready to go with that app before you make your trip. Now, Becca and Karina, let's talk about making dining reservations at Disney World because that is what we get a ton of questions on so dun 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 I know yeah. <laughs> and I wanna I'm like Becca said I feel just so many people it's such a stressful moment for people and I want to assure you you can still have a magical time and there's still odds of you getting the the dining experience you're looking for even if you don't get it at 6 a.m at that 60 day mark there is still hope you're still gonna have a great time All of the dining options that are there are so incredible. So not all hope is lost if you don't get it at that 60-day mark. But let me back up. Karina and Becca are both shaking their heads with me right now, too. But (laughs) let me back up for anybody who might not actually know what advanced dining reservations are. You'll sometimes see them called ADRs for short. This is what you would use if you want to save your spot or make an official reservation at a Disney World table service restaurant. They are highly recommended for some of the in-demand restaurants like Becca was mentioning earlier. So things like Cinderella's Royal Table, the new Woody's Rodeo Roundup, Mm. um, things like that. They'll they'll book up pretty quickly, but they are not required. Uh, Highly recommended, but not required. So let's talk a little bit about how you make advanced dining reservations. Becca, do you want to walk us through how that works? Sure. So the quickest and most efficient way to make your ADRs is to just do it in the My Disney Experience app. And you can do that for everybody. It is 60 days before your trip. 
um, you can make those advanced dining reservations. Um, and it usually starts pretty early, uh, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. on that 60-day mark. And if you are staying at a Disney resort, you get a little perk or benefit in that it's still 60 days out for resort guests, but you can book all of your dining reservations um, for the length of your stay on that first 60-day mark instead of having to wake up at 6 a.m. every single day to make them as the week goes on. And sometimes we even kind of recommend people to kind of work backwards, like start like your last day of vacation, book your dining reservation on that day, and then work work backwards for like the best like availability. So, so you get a little edge being a resort guest there, mm-hmm. being able to make your dining reservations for the length of your stay, not just every single day. For sure. And you touched on this a little bit earlier, but what do you do if you're trying, you're up at 6 a.m. Eastern, you're looking and you don't find your reservation. Now what? Freak out. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody does. Yeah. Oh, freak out. So my first thing is to relax. Definitely have your bucket list items and the things that you want to do. Like do your research and know where you want to go. Mm-hmm. But if you're not able to get that, like I said, super coveted dining reservation right away, like there's no availability or whatever, take a deep breath and there's definitely some things you can do. So the first thing I would say is to just keep checking. Every day day Mm -hmm. you could keep checking and and you could just also, the closer you get to your vacation, people change their plans all the time and reservations do open up. So just keep checking. You don't have to be like obsessive about it, but just keep checking. And a lot of times things will open up. So that's something that you can do. The other thing you can do is when you're actually at Walt Disney World, let's say you want to do Cinderella's Royal Table. That one is really hard to get online. Like it goes really, really fast. Um, so what you can do is you're going to want to get to Magic Kingdom as early as you can. And you're going to beeline <laughs> to the walk up to the host stand. And you're going to ask to get on the walk up list stat. You can do this in the app. And it probably would work for uh, restaurants that aren't as highly sought after it's a lot easier to join the walk-up list online but for something like Cinderella's Royal Table you're going to want to like beeline over to the host stand and ask to be placed on the walk-up list. I know it sounds crazy but there is availability a lot of time that way. It's never a guarantee so you just have to go in like knowing that but Disney is full of magic. A lot of times it does happen so the other thing is um, like Space 220. That restaurant is incredible, and it is hard to secure advanced dining reservations for that one, but they have a lounge, and so I've been really uh, successful at being able to dine there by asking to sit at the lounge. Um, When people sit at the lounge at Space 220, they typically aren't staying there for the whole like dining experience, which does take over two hours. (laughs) But if you're sitting at the lounge, sometimes people just come in to grab an appetizer or a drink. Because the lounge is in the main dining room. So you get the immersive experience, but you're not there for like the two hours. So they rotate 
through the lounge. And so a lot of times you can get into Space 220 if you ask for lounge. Also, rain is a deterrent for people. So if it's really raining in the park, a lot of people will leave and cancel their dining reservations. So sometimes when like it's raining and I'm at Epcot, I will see Space 220 pop up in the My Disney Experience app. So weather will make people change their plans a lot too. So if you're a person who doesn't mind rain and you're wanting to do a really cool uh, table service experience, check your app when it's like raining really hard. Yes. And like Becca said, we totally get it. Like this is stressful. It's a once in a lifetime trip. You're ready, right? You've pictured your family sitting inside the castle with their wishing stars, dining with the princesses. So it's it's a big deal. But we promise, 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 promise that there are other options. And in the very worst case too, if some of your reservations, if you aren't able to make them even on day of, you're still going to have tons of amazing food while you're there. To piggyback off of what um, what Becca said, usually I'm a last minute park goer and I'm telling you 90% of the time I pretty much get to go where I want to go when it comes to, to reservations because like Becca said, when it's raining, that's my favorite time to go because everything is open. No one's at the park. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's, yeah, don't stress because something will always pop up. There's always something. I always try to make my reservations far on in advance, but when I do my last minute ones, I pretty much base it on what is available that day and something always pops up. I refresh and so many of them pop up. You'll really be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And there are just a couple of other things that you should know about dining reservations too. The first is that a dining reservation does not grant you access to the park. You still need to have a valid ticket and you need a park reservation for that park if you're visiting that park first for date-based tickets. That's through January 9th of 2024 to be able to enter. The next thing is that sometimes there are late evening reservations or early morning reservations that get you into the park when the general public is not. Um, So that's not a mistake. That's not an error if you see that like Oga's is open at 1030, for example. Um, Sometimes there are some fun experiences after the park closes or before the park opens that you can take advantage of. To get to those kind of varies depending on the restaurant and the location. So our best advice is to look for a cast member that has an iPad or a sign and they'll help you either into the park or back into the land that you're looking to get to to access those reservations. And last but not least, let's talk about cancellations a little bit. What happens if you need to cancel your dining reservation? Well, you can. <laughs> so just <laughs> so just know just know that you can, but there are some stipulations to it. Yes. So you can cancel your reservation up to two hours before you're set to dine there. So if you are a person who's like absolutely not to the rain or something else pops up, you can always cancel. The caveat is that for some of these um, like that you pay in advance for, so things like Cinderella's Royal Table, the cancellation policy may vary. So we always recommend that you double check before you book just so you know what that opt out is like for your situation. Yep. Good to know. So we talked about advanced dining reservations. Let's talk a little bit about mobile order. Karina, you gave us a wonderful overview earlier. But just as a recap, is there anything else that we should know about mobile order? I just feel like mobile order is such a a useful tool. I personally, I, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine that it'd be such a great tool to have, like when you're trying to get something quick, you know, and you can just order it 
like outside within your own comfort you're not around a lot of people being able to order somewhere comfortable make it in get my food Mm. and just find a nice quiet place to eat it that is that's what I love I I don't like waiting in uh like really long lines for a long period of time Mm -mm. yeah so that mobile order is fabulous it's so great just everywhere in all the parks everywhere convenience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. convenience like so you can do everything inside the my disney experience app the other cool thing about quick service for the planners out there (laughs) you can think ahead a little bit you know if you've got littles and stuff like you said you can be a little bit more planned with your quick service so you can actually pick a time slot and some some of the popular places like woody's lunchbox the time slots will fill up so if you know you want to eat there you might want to go ahead and just Uh, pre-select your time you can change it too like as you get closer you can move out your window so there's flexibility there but at least you have like an ordering window time and they're not completely filled up so um, that saves time and you you can place your whole order in the app you pay for it in the app and then you just let them know that you're on your way and you'll get an alert that your food is ready to pick up and it tells you even where to go and what window to pick it up at. And all you have to do is show your screen and they usually have it on a tray for you and, and off you go. So yeah. I love the ability to modify too. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know how many times I've been like, you know what? I think I want a Rancho wrap, but I'm in line for Millennium <laughs> Falcon and uh, it's moving slower than I expected, right? So I'm about to get to my window to where I can't order any longer and you can just pop in, you can modify and say that you want the next available window and move it out. You can also yep. cancel your order as long as you haven't hit I'm here. So once you mm-hmm. hit I'm here, that gives the signal that they need to prepare that food for you. So as long as you have not clicked that yet, you can cancel your mobile order at no charge. And another thing I did want to ask, because I am also a discount girly, you can't (laughs) use your pass holder discount at the quick service using your mobile app. That's just another little thing. That is true. I I wish. I know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Are you kidding? I always ask. I always used to ask just in case because you never know. Mm Mm-hmm. All of this is super helpful. Thank you both so much. So now we've talked about the hows, we've talked about the whys, but let's talk about the whats. Let's get into our favorite food by park. So before we dive in, Karina and Becca, tell me a little bit about your foodie profiles. Like what are your go-tos when you're looking at food? Like what is something that you always gravitate towards? Oh, that is so difficult. Only because I'm st- starving right now like (laughs) but it really just depends so when it's hot outside I don't ever like want to eat anything savory I want something Mm. more sweet cold icy so like I'll gravitate towards the dole whips or something like that but like when it's a little cooler outside I definitely want to eat something like savory and more hearty so that I want to eat yeah so it really yeah. just depends on mm. my mood. I'm more of like a, a mood eater. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> Becca, what about you? Well, um, funny Karina would say I don't w- really crave a lot of savory things 
because that would be me. I am the savory. <laughs> I am the savory girl. So we have both angles here. You are right, though. I mean, in the heat of the summertime, um, it gets very hot here in, in Orlando. And sometimes you're just not super hungry for something like hot um, in the middle of the summer. But that being said, I typically do go for more uh, savory snacks um, and salty snacks or all the carbs. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Give me all the carbs. So um, I also am a coffee drinker, so I will never turn down um, coffee at Disney. I would love to try them all. And I and I also drink alcohol. So if there's a new uh, fun drink or I'm also a beer drinker, um, Rachel yes. knows I highly, <laughs> highly sing the praises of Shandy's. Yes. Um, <laughs> And the first shandy, the first shandy I ever had was actually at Skipper Canteen and it like blew my socks off. So I, you know, told everybody about it. <laughs> like I will talk about shandies like and people are like, OK, we get it. Like we get it. But I'm like, no, you don't. And now I'm on a mission to drink all of them. Not all on the same day, of course, but I'm going to drink into drink to try all of them. And I was like, I might even start my own Instagram account. Just Disney shandies you should that's it um i was gonna say next podcast is just a master class in shandies with becca yeah that's it shandies i know but to your point they are very refreshing on a hot day here in orlando so i do Mm -hmm. so yeah i am like savory carbs beer girl oh yeah. yeah that's me have you guys seen the girl dinner trend on TikTok? Girl dinner. Yes. Girl, girl dinner. dinner. That's me yes. to a T. I'm like, yes, give me the French fries and a salad. Like, I am uh. just the weirdest mix of things when I'm by myself. When I'm with my kids, they, like, ask for things to be a little bit more structured, which is hilarious. But I, <laughs> that's kind of how we eat. So, well, let's start with the big one. Let's start with Magic Kingdom. And let's start with quick service. So let's round robin. Karina, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. What's oh. your favorite quick service at Magic Kingdom? Uh, oh, this is so difficult. I love the um, the Aloha Isle because they have all of mm. the the Dole Whips. But my favorite Dole Whip is the Tropical Serenade. <gasps> oh, That's my daughter. Yes. Oh, my too. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. It's a pineapple okay. orange guava juice. So the Pog juice. Okay, right mm-hmm. there. You got me. You sold me. Done. And then it has coconut soft serve and an upside down pineapple cake pop. And together, blow your mind. Blow your mind. It is. Yes. Yes. Um, It's like that little pineapple cake pop is so good, too. It is. (laughs) It's like the perfect finishing touch. But I also think that the coconut Dole Whip is probably my favorite Dole Whip. Mm. And it's not really Dole Whip. I know I, I'm i going to get a lot of flack. I'm going to get some flack here. But I could I could take or leave a pineapple Dole Whip. Mm-hmm. And I, I know. I know. It's just too citrusy for me. But if I can swirl it with the coconut or vanilla, then I'm like, okay, uh, now let's go. You know? So. Becca, it was so nice having you. We'll talk to you next time. No, I'm just Bye. kidding. <laughs> I know. You're going to disown me. Never. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, it's, but yeah, it's I've a been good surprised. There's a lot of people who are not big fans of Dole Whip. I am. I have to get a swirl. I cannot eat it by itself. You got you to gotta cut it with something. Becca, what about quick service for you at Magic Kingdom? 
Okay, so keeping in line with the whole savory thing, uh, my favorite quick service at Magic Kingdom is Sleepy Hollow Refreshments. Y'all know where I'm going with this probably, right? The waffle sandwiches. Yes. yes. And yes. they have different ones. So you for breakfast, and they only serve it at, at breakfast time, so you have to like keep that in mind. They stop serving it at like 11 or something. It's the Nutella-filled <gasps> waffle with like fresh fruit like oh strawberries God. and bananas and it's like warm but the fruit is always really fresh so that one's good for breakfast but I think my favorite one is their um, sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich yes. mm-hmm. oh my gosh so it's got a little kick of heat but then it's sweet with the honey and they've got some kale and stuff in it which doesn't sound good but <laughs> <laughs> When you talk about when you talk about Disney food, but it's like the crunch that's like in that like, and it's like a crispy um, chicken, and oh my! And then they make their um, homemade fries there, but mm. with like the potato skin fries, oh and that gosh. always comes as a side. And then throw a diet coke in there, and like, Oof. but also. They have the seating there that's like right next to like Cinderella Castle. Mm-hmm. So you are eating this like amazing waffle sandwich, your view of the castle and right next to the parade route. So I'm just saying, yeah, sometimes you can you can like have a trifecta of like castle waffle sandwich parade. Beautiful. I also I thought about seating in my response because I, I just like Karina was saying with like, I have a safe spot to order and then I know I'm going to have a spot to sit. Like that's super important to me. I don't want to order and then be like, where am I going with all of my food? So food, atmosphere, everything. I like Casey's corner. Um, I love the corn dog nuggies. I like yeah. the mint julep. You mm-hmm. can get mobile order. I also have sat down there several times to watch fireworks. So you need to get there yeah. a little bit early, but you can sit down. You can see the fireworks. It's it's just great. And sometimes they have like a live pianist out there that'll play Take Me Out to the Ball Game and those sorts of things while you're mm-hmm. eating at Casey's. So that was my pick mm-hmm. for quick service. Mm, that's a good one. So can't go wrong with corn dog nuggies. <laughs> Cannot go wrong. And the best dollar you will ever spend is going to be on this that little like side of cheese cheese yes. like dip. Oh. Yes. It's one unless they've changed it but it's always been a dollar for a long time. Best dollar get the cheese dip and dunk your nuggies, your corn dog nuggies and your fries in oh. the cheese dip and watch the parade the, yes. and you can also see the parade and the yeah. cavalcades yep. go by there. So I would say good one. Nice. I dips have had so much to do with this list. I took some things yep. off if they didn't like dips make or break for me. I don't know, you guys. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is getting very complicated. But dips, yeah. yes, cheese dip makes the difference. Oh, totally yeah. agree. You know the well, they used to be egg rolls. Now they're spring rolls. The mm-hmm. cheeseburger mm-hmm. and pizza spring rolls. Yes. I love the cheeseburger ones. Those are yes. my favorite. They like they're little Big Macs. They taste like little Big Macs. They're so good. So good. So let's move on to table service. So Karina, I'll start with you again. What's your favorite table service restaurant at Magic Kingdom? I really liked Be Our Guest. Mm. And specifically the the library, the room all the way on the left cor- the left side because it was really mm-hmm. dark. Oh, it's, yeah. I, I feel like I like the atmosphere. The atmosphere is what really makes or breaks I feel like mm-hmm. a, a, yeah. a table service mm-hmm. especially the food is yeah. great obviously I feel like 
there's Disney does great when it comes to when it comes to their food and their theming mm-hmm. and things like that. So just for me, the environment and yeah, the the scape around me mm-hmm. is very important, and I love I just love that dark atmosphere that was in in that room at Beer yeah. Guest, the West Wing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That room is so cool. I will say oh, my daughter, so when we went, she was like six and it did scare her a little bit. But that is by far the coolest room to be in. So just know if you have little kids and you you can make a polite request to see if there's availability. But you kind of just get seated where you can be. But all of the rooms are pretty cool. You get to watch oh, yeah. Snowfall. Um, I will say, and this has been a hot topic on Facebook lately, um, Be Our Guest is not character dining. Mm-hmm. Um they will not, there are not characters that will stop by your table individually for autographs, hugs, that sort of thing. You don't go meet somebody, but the beast does welcome you to his castle. So he'll walk around and take a bow, which is kind of fun to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another frog teammate here, Ryan and I, we just recently ate at um, Be Our Guest and we had a really great experience. Like I really enjoyed it. And Karina, you're right. Like the atmosphere mm-hmm. and the immersive environment mm-hmm. is like, chef's kiss like and be our guest our food was really really good we we loved everything that we had and our server was phenomenal and going back to alcohol um so the only place at magic kingdom that you will be able to get alcohol are at the table service restaurants so and all around walt disney world which you'll probably hear us talk about this uh several times throughout this podcast but there are like they're even immersive in the types of drinks that they offer you. So for example, there's some, a special wine flight that was curated um, from France for Disney. Um, that's all beauty and the beast themed when you go to be our guest as well. So Becca, what about you? What's your favorite table service restaurant at magic kingdom? Mm, I'm going to get disowned again. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it was really my way, I'm not going to, Really, I'm probably not going to go for table service at Magic Kingdom. That being said, I do have one, and it's always Skipper Canteen, always, always, always. Um, Skipper Canteen is really fun. It's just like an extension of the Jungle Cruise, so you're going to get that same like mm-hmm. campy vibe. You're going to get like I've never been. <laughs> Korea. I know. Okay. So now I'm going to disown <laughs> I know. you. Don't no, disown me. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm not going to disown you. You better just make. A reservation. Okay, we'll right have now. to go okay, together. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, you guys have to go after this podcast. Just go to Skipper yeah. Canteen and report back. Yeah. <laughs> and get a shandy. Yes. Ooh. I'm sorry, I got really excited. Um, you got me talking about Skipper Canteen. Okay, so um, so I do love Skipper Canteen. So campy, and the servers tell jokes the entire time. Mm-hmm. And they're so like full of puns and they're so corny that like if you're not paying attention you might actually like miss it like it's so good and there's little easter eggs throughout the entire restaurant if you ask your server about it they have so many fun things like go check out the library and look and read the book titles and if you're a disney lover and fan like those book titles are gonna be like oh my gosh anyway if i'm really gonna do table service i'm actually gonna leave the park and i'm probably gonna go over to the contemporary or even the poly to be honest. So, you know, the uh, Magic Kingdom resorts are super, the monorail resorts are super close. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to take a break. So hop on the monorail or even contemporary, you can walk and get in the AC and eat at Steakhouse 71 yeah. or Kona Cafe over at the Poly, take mm-hmm. a break. I think you get a little bit better food quality in the resorts yes. compared to Magic Kingdom's 
dining. And I'm not saying that you can't find something you'd like. I'm just saying overall. And then you get to kind of get that resort experience, take a break, and then go back. So if I was going to do table service at Magic Kingdom, I'd leave the park. Honestly, <laughs> I'm a I cheater. Think. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're not cheater, wrong, Becca. <laughs> no. Yeah. She's not wrong. And Becca, we'll get, we'll also talk a little bit more. So Becca will share her uh, resort faves here in a second too. So we'll go through all of them. So my favorite table service at Magic Kingdom is Liberty Tree Tavern, but Mm -hmm. you have to be in the mood for it and you need to come ready to eat because it's family style. It's Thanksgiving-esque food. So Mm -hmm. it's a little bit heavier. So it's, you get turkey, pot roast, pork, mashed potatoes, stuffing, mac and cheese. They also have a vegan option as well. But the highlight of the meal is, I mean, I think this will be a theme for today, but uh, ooey gooey toffee cake. Their dessert is Mm -hmm. so good. Yep. So good. They also have what they call a shandy, uh, Becca's fave, but it's Mm -hmm. jury's out on whether it's actually a shandy. It's Sam Adams and Angry Orchard Hard Cider. Uh, But yeah, so you can get some some drink options there as well. On my list now. So let's move into honorable mention or something that you think people shouldn't miss. This can be from any category at Magic Kingdom. Karina, do you want to go first? I was going to say either the cheese burger, spring rolls, or the mini corn dogs at Casey's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to second the cheeseburger spring rolls. Those are, I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what makes it again? The, the sauce. sauce. The sauce. The dip. <laughs> It's the sauce. I love it. And it is. It's like eating um, like a little Big Mac, mm-hmm. but it's like the crispy spring roll, like outer. Oh, so good. Um, so I would second mm-hmm. that for sure. I also love the giant cinnamon roll over at Gaston's mm-hmm. Tavern. Um, that one's good really one. good. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like if you're in Magic Kingdom, like you got to stop at the confectionery mm-hmm. and get a freshly baked treat. Oh, don't get the ones that are like on the shelf with like a nutrition wrapper. Mm-mm. Those have been packaged to take home. So if you want to take magic home, get those. But like to, you need to get the ones in the case, mm-hmm. in the counter. So I like a caramel cover apple. Yeah. Um, I don't hate on a Disney cupcake. Mm. Like something really like fresh and lovely in there, I think, is something you should get when you're at Magic Kingdom. Ooh, and they offer nice- mobile order too. So every time, right before I'm about to leave the park, I will mobile order, run in, pick it up, be on my way, be good to go. Because, of course, when I'm there without my kids, they're like, where's my crispy? So, yep. Same. Same. My kids are like, where's my Disney snack? Even Mm -hmm. though I'm local, if I have to go and they're not with me. Um, Also, a little hack. I actually just saw it and I realized it, but this little like Instagram reel, like, reminded me that if the confectionery is super busy or crowded, go over to Storybook Circus Mm. because their case has a lot of the same things. So, or if you're in that section of the park and you don't want to walk all the way back up to the confectionery, it's just a good little hack to know. So you can get the same treats over in, in the circus storybook circus. In the back of the confectionery with the build your own popcorn, Mm. honestly oh my gosh I don't know why I did not think about that beforehand it is <laughs> the best thing ever you pick your popcorn you get to pick as many toppings as you want based on the pricing you get like mm-hmm. chocolate sauces and it's a big bucket of popcorn it's so great to share I recommend getting yeah. it for like the family when you're gonna go watch the fireworks it's you get a lot yeah. for for yeah what they offered it's yeah okay so good 
So I haven't done that, but I, it has been on my food bucket list. No, it's it's fine, Karina, because listen, now our magic kingdom day is, is ready. So we're going to go have like lunch or dinner at Skipper Canteen. And for dessert, we're going to go and get our popcorn and you get to show me that. We sure are. I'm so excited. So my honorable mention was a Diet Coke float from Sunshine Tree Terrace. I'm a Diet Coke girl. And you you're can, not wrong. You can swirl um, some soft serve in there and then they'll put some Diet Coke on it. But they have all kinds of soda. They have Fanta, mm-hmm. Coke, Ooh. Sprite, you name it. They've got it there for you. And I think they even have some Dolet flavors there too. So you can mix those in if you want. So they're, they're great. Yep. You're not wrong. They are so good. All right. Let's go favorite item overall. I think it would have to be the Tropical Serenade. It's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Becca? I do love those waffle sandwiches at Sleepy Hollow, but I also really love their corn dog. Mm, yeah. It's a running it's a running joke. Everybody knows here on the team that I'm obsessed with like hot dogs <laughs> and corn dogs and stuff. But um, this one is the only one that's like hand dipped mm. um, in Disney World. And it's it's just like the one over at Disneyland, which is mm. also very good. So, And it's the only place you can get it is at Sleepy Hollow. So a lot of times you will find me corn dog in hand. Love it. Mine are the cheeseburger spring rolls. I don't think you can go wrong. And for anybody who doesn't know where they are, this is not a mobile order location because it's a cart. It's on the way into Adventureland from the hub. You will see a little cart off to the right-hand side, and that's where you can go. Yep. All right. We have you all prepared for Magic Kingdom. Let's move on to Epcot. Let's talk quick service. So, Karina, what's your favorite quick service stop at Epcot? This is a difficult one because I feel like Mm -hmm. Epcot, they're always having a festival and they're always changing it up. So generally, I always gravitate towards the carts that have that are going with the festival. Um, Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's why I go to Epcot is to go to the festivals and eat at the carts. (laughs) Yeah. And those festivals are like almost year round now. So it's Mm -hmm. like they're they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to nail it down in Epcot because Epcot is the foodies paradise oh, yeah. park. Yeah. Seasons, honestly, I feel like it's one of my favorites because uh, it's quick and they had one of my favorite items. But we'll talk about that later. Ooh. Oh, OK, okay. Oh, Becca, what about you? For quick service, I actually really like the Connections Eatery, which is somewhat new. I just I just think it's great. I love the atmosphere there. There's a lot of seating. There's like big windows. You get a great view of the Guardians attraction, but also everything I've eaten there is really good. So I like their chicken sandwich. They have a bistro burger there that is like melt in your mouth. Um, There's also an Asian salad that I order a lot and I think it's really, really good. Mm -hmm. They've got some great smoothies and also they have um, drink fountains there. Not every quick service has drink fountains. And so... I make sure to eat there and then um, take my Coke to go because not every quick service offers that or fill up my water bottle there with cold icy water. So they have bathrooms in there. Mm -hmm. And then also if I want to finish my lunch with some coffee, a cup of coffee, you just go right around the corner and you can hit up Starbucks because that's where the new Starbucks location is in Epcot. So, um, and they've always got really fun like treats and desserts over at the Starbucks there, the liege waffle, Mm -hmm. um, so I like connections. 
That was my pick too. And my pick was also the hand breaded chicken sandwich. It's got that special sauce. It's got pickles. I have literally not tried anything else. I always go there and order the chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. But I also really like their watermelon mint agua fresca. So good. It's very refreshing on Mm -hmm. like a hot day. So that's my fave too. Love it. Mm -hmm. So let's talk table service. So for sit down restaurants, Karina, do you have a favorite at Epcot? Honestly, I personally, I had, I don't think I've been to a table service at Epcot. It's done quick service. Or, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, when yeah, I go to Epcot, I just go for the. There's so many good options. Yeah. There is there so are, many yeah. good options. Oh, no, oh, yeah. you have. Beer garden. <gasps> Me and oh, you, we were. At- oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know if that's your favorite, but we went to beer garden together. We sure did. And that was favorite. fun. It was. Yeah, it was. They had a lot of options and the environment was, yeah. Our producer, Mm -hmm. Ryan, that's his like absolute favorite too. The only one I've gone to, which I am very happy I I did get to go. It was for a friend's birthday and oh, wow, it was very immersive. They had music, like you really got to like, what was it? Oi, oi, oi. Siggy, soggy, siggy, soggy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It was fun. And it was a... um, like all you care to enjoy so you go up get your food they had a lot of options very meat heavy uh very very heavy food um definitely for dinner (laughs) I couldn't imagine eating that for lunch because it like I said is very heavy but everything was really good I enjoyed it it's just so beautiful I've never gone to Germany before but I feel like that's what it would be like you walk in and you're just so immersed in everything it's yeah I recommend. It's really nice. Becca, what about you? What's your favorite table service? I have two and one I briefly mentioned. So Space 220 Mm -hmm. is a top favorite of mine. Um, Let me tell you a really quick, funny story. Um, So they were doing a soft opening as Disney does for a lot of their restaurants or in attractions before they open. And it was mostly just open to media. But a, f- a girlfriend and I decided we, vo- we wanted to try it on the soft opening, so we got there super early. We ended up waiting, I think, six hours <gasps> oh my gosh. to try it. And I don't think that we intended to wait six hours, but it was like you'd already wait in two. We think we're going to get in soon. Okay, we should probably get in the next hour. And it just, we were there for, you were invested, so we were like, we're just going to wait it out. So it ended up being six hours before we actually got seated. But I loved it. I could say I was one of the first to try it. Oh, yeah. But the immersive environment is like next to level here. The fact that like you have to get on like a space <laughs> elevator. I want to go. <laughs> and it like shoots you, you know, um, in an imaginary way. But, you know, 220 miles up above Epcot, you can literally see yourself going into space and watch you leave earth and Epcot and everything. And, um, and then once you step into like the spaceship and this, the whole thing, the music, there's these big screens and like you can see earth and astronauts and all kinds of stuff fly by on the screen. So immersive wise, I think it's incredible. It is an expensive meal. So you got to think about that. It does take some planning because reservations go quick. But like I said, there's ways that you can, you know, try the walk-up list or lounge seating. And it's a, it's like an over two hour dining experience if you don't do lounge. But if I'm hanging out with my family and I'm just going for table service, I really like Via Napoli. 
mm-hmm. which is the Italian pizza joint over in the Italy pavilion. Um, it never disappoints. It's so good. My kids love pizza, but they've got great salads and appetizers and wines. Um, so that's a top on my list. I have been there actually a while ago. So I take that back. Look at me. It was really good. The pizza was really good. I love their pizza. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's really, really good. So yeah. So I almost said Via Napoli, but I went and everybody who's listening, forgive me for this pronunciation, but I went Akershish for breakfast mm-hmm. in particular. I love the, so that is a character dining experience. You see all the princesses, you go in and meet Belle in her yellow dress, which was a huge highlight for my little Belle lover. She dressed in her yellow dress to meet Belle. It was precious. Um, and then there's a ton of, you know, princesses in there walking around to meet, but we go particularly for breakfast for all the reasons that Becca and I shared earlier, but also they have these cheesy hash browns that are just like to die for. They are so they good. Are. They didn't. So Akershish had been closed for a while, just recently reopened. And actually, when we were at a press event like a year or so ago, they served us those cheesy potatoes. And I immediately sent a picture to my husband because I was like, look what I get to have because they haven't had them back in so long. But they are back. And I highly recommend that breakfast is really, really delicious and just a fun experience. And that's in Mm -hmm. Norway. Yeah, it is good. And I think when you compare prices, I think that Acker Shush has really fair pricing for what you get with all the princesses and all the delicious food. And it just felt... Because I had visited recently coming off from a visit at Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm -hmm. And I just liked, it just felt like a really relaxed environment. I felt like we got a lot of food and the princess interactions were so good. It was, it was great. It's my fave. So let's Mm -hmm. do, I know Karina was already like festival food, festival food, festival food. So like we said, Epcot almost always has a festival going on with some really awesome food booths. So for our honorable mention for Epcot, let's talk about our very favorite festival item from any of the festivals Karina's already thinking because she knows she's up first pressure's on (laughs) there's so many I know but I do have to say in France I feel like yeah because I haven't been back for the food and wine festival but I feel like I get it every food and wine festival it's that cheesy bread so good (laughs) I can Uh. oh my goodness I might just take myself France delivers yes France always has something with cheese and mm. bread at the festivals, and they are mm-hmm. so good. Um, I like the Violet Lemonade mm. at Flower and Garden, and I just feel like it's popular, but it's popular for, for a reason. Like, it's really refreshing, and it's pretty. Um, so that's always a staple. But I also do the food crawls at each festival. So if you pick up your little mm. festival passport, in the back, they always give you, like, I don't know, sometimes it's like five to ten different items um, that they suggest that you kind of like work your way around the World Showcase and try. And I've tried things that I probably wouldn't have picked before. But also you get a little stamp for each uh, food item that you try. And if you get five items, I think, then there's usually like a completer item. And a lot of times it's Dole Whip, which is kind of fun, or cookies if you're doing like the cookie stroll um, in December. So I always love those little crawls. Very nice. So like Becca mentioned, Violet Lemonade, there's a ton of like mocktails, non-alcoholic option, but my favorite festival items are always the France martini slushes, um, which are alcoholic. So even during like regular times, I stop and get a Grand Marnier slush all the time. But at the festivals, particularly at the festival of the holidays, they have a frozen hot chocolate martini. That is my tippity top 
It is my mm-hmm. absolute favorite. Um, so that is, that's where I always stop. Good choice. Yeah. That one is so good and very Instagrammable. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's, it's like the visual presentation is just so good. Yes. And you're right. Like that, that look booth is right by the Skyliner going by. And there's always some little like topiaries or signage mm-hmm. back there that is, it's just a perfect spot to take a picture too. So mm-hmm. good call. So let's talk about our favorite item overall at Epcot. So anything. What do you think, Karina? Oh, the pressure. The pressure is on. <laughs> You're in the hot seat always. I know. Honestly, I would have to say the the filet mignon from the mm. Canada booth. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a good that one. It's delicious. It's so yeah. good. Becca, what do you think? Yeah, one of my favorite festival items is actually during the Food and Wine Festival, and it's at the Greece Food Kitchen. And it is the griddled cheese, and it has pistachios and honey. It doesn't look like much, but it is, it's really, really delicious. Mental note. That sounds Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. My favorite thing at Epcot to get is the Norwegian school bread. Um, I, you can get it in Norway. Um, there's a little shop that has a whole bunch of uh, pastries in there and the school bread is like a very fluffy donut almost with some custard in it and some toasted coconut and cinnamon on top. And it is incredible. I took my friend there and she is French. She loves to bake. And she literally, the second day we were there, she was like, can we please go back to Epcot? Cause I want some more school bread. And I was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We can make that happen. But they'll also yeah. give it to you in like a little container too. So again, I will get it to go, put it in my little mini fridge in my hotel room and eat it as I please. Cause it is mm-hmm. delish. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is fun. I like the school bread. It's oh, delicious. Man. And that bakery in general is just, they have so many good things there. Yes. Everything. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. All right. Well, let's move on to Animal Kingdom. Let's start with quick service. So Karina, do you have a quick service go-to at Animal Kingdom? I do. I really love, and forgive me for my pronunciation, the Satuli Canteen. That mm-hmm. is my favorite place. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, from outside you can smell them grilling like the chicken mm-hmm. it's like oh it smells so good and everything is like visually pleasing it's beautiful and it tastes good and for me if it looks and tastes good that's a win that is a win-win that is also mine yay it's good so what what's your go-to order when you get satuli i like getting the rice bowl i get the rice with the black beans uh, and I like getting okay. the grilled chicken with the garlic sauce on it. It's so good. Mine is the cheeseburger pods. Cheeseburger pods. I've never tried them. I want to. Oh. So if you like the cheeseburger spring rolls, then you're going to like the cheeseburger pods because it's kind of like the same filling, but in a bao bun versus the crispy. So it's so good. Okay, I'm getting those. Yeah. And there's a sauce. There's a sauce, Rachel. <laughs> It's important. It's important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So mine is kind of a hot take. I have a couple of hot takes on here, but we really like Harambe Market. I like the chicken and rib bowl from Harambe a lot. I like their rice. Um, it's a nice little spot too to watch uh, the Wildlife Express train go by. Yeah. Karina, what's your favorite table service spot? Honestly, my favorite is the Yak and Yeti. Mm. Everything on the menu is delicious. Everything. <laughs> They have so much flavor. Like, I feel like my favorite, other than Epcot, 
Animal Kingdom yes. has the most flavor when it comes to spices and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I love the Yak and Yeti. Delicious. Ahi tuna nachos. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's like you have to. If you go there, you have to get those. Yeah. Yep. And if you're a Landry's card member, you can flash your Landry's card because it's not technically owned by Disney World. It's a Landry's own restaurant. So, yeah, you can sign up for their little card, and it does cost like $25 to sign up, but the $25 gets loaded onto your card that you can use the next time you visit a Landry's restaurant. So Rainforest Cafe, T-Rex Cafe, also Landry's, Mm. and so is the Bubba Gump over at Universal. If you, like, frequent Landry's restaurants, you can earn points before, like, your Disney trip and actually maybe even get free points towards, like, Yak and Yeti. But if you can't get a reservation at Yak and Yeti, you can walk in and just show your card. They usually fit you in, which is pretty cool. <gasps> oh. So I love mm. them. Love it. So my favorite is Tusker House. I love Tusker House. I think it's a great option to like get a little bit of that spice that Karina was talking about because they serve even at like breakfast. They have like this really cool curry that they do that's mm. delicious. So it's got it's like some African inspired touches with some traditional like safe tadpole friendly foods and it's character dining. So you'll get to see Mickey and his friends all in their safari outfits. And of course, they have that oh. pog juice Karina talked about that is oh. so delicious. I also love that they have character waffles. So not just Mickey, but they often have like Simba and Nala. So it gives, again, a little bit of that African feel. It gets you immersed in the vibe. So I just love it. Tusker House is top of my list, definitely for sure, especially for character dining. So my favorite table service at Animal Kingdom really isn't even table service, (laughs) but it is the Nomad Lounge. Mm. Um, Nomad Lounge. So it's this little unassuming spot as you head as you're heading to Pandora and you cannot make a dining reservation for it, but it's not quick service either. Basically you do have to join the walk-up list. You can do it in the, you can do it when you're in the park. Um, usually I just walk up. Sometimes there's a short wait, um, but it's never too long, but the atmosphere at the Nomad Lounge is like, I feel like it's like an insider secret because it's really like relaxed there. They have a beautiful outdoor seating area. All the drinks there and all the small plates there are so, so good. And it caters to like travelers, hence like the nomad part. So there's uh, signage and stuff inside of the restaurant and it poses Mm. questions that you can ask with your table while you're sitting there. But the cocktails there are like top notch. Um, And it's the only place that I would recommend really good churros when you're at Disney World. I was hoping you would talk about this. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can get a decent churro at Disney World, but they're not like they are at Disneyland, with Mm. the exception of Nomad Lounge. When you go to Nomad Lounge, they are really, really good, and they come with little raspberry strawberry sauce and a vanilla sauce, and um, they're just really, really good. So Nomad Lounge for me. Love it. Uh, There's another super quick service. There's really nowhere to sit. You kind of just walk up to it in the Harambe area. It's Mm -hmm. called, and I went there for the first time like a couple weeks ago. It's really hidden. It's called the, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I'm sorry. The Kusafiri Coffee Shop and Bakery. Mm -hmm. It's really hidden. And I got a marinated chicken flatbread sandwich. And the chicken was marinated in like a curry 
Mm. And it was so flavorful. And it came on uh, the flatbread with like fresh lettuce. And then it had like a tzatziki sauce on it. It was it was really big. And then it came with fresh chips. And I think it was like 12 or $13, something ridiculously low for mm. something you can share. But it was so flavorful. And they also had uh, it with pork. And then they also had an impossible empanada. And you know me with empanadas. That's like my number one seller on my food truck. And it was really good. Wow. And it was plant-based. Wow. Nice. So I had no idea. It's a nice little hidden area. Mm. Yeah. It's like a That's so cool. Animal Kingdom secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking about that, we're gonna talk about honorable mentions. So Karina, do you have another one in mind or do you feel like that's your honorable mention for Animal Kingdom? Oh yeah. That's definitely my honorable mention for sure. The Love it. Husafiri coffee shop and bakery, the marinated chicken flatbread or the impossible empanada. Delicious. Mm-hmm. They only have three things on their menu. So that's how you know it's good. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Becca, what about you? Um, I'm going to head over to Flame Tree Barbecue, and I'm going to get that pulled pork mac and cheese. Mm. Mac and cheese with pulled pork on top, and then they have a big old, like, um, onion ring and barbecue sauce drizzled on it. Oh, my gosh. You guys are making me hungry. Um, I'm so hungry. (laughs) That sounds so good. My honorable mention, I've talked about it before. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw that this was part of the scavenger hunt that our Share Your Thrills winners and froggy friends went and did. But I love the Yeti Sunday from Anandapur ice cream truck that's just outside of Everest. It's yes. good. There's like little cake pieces in it. So it's I love soft serve. It's swirled soft serve. It's got a little Yeti chocolate piece on the top. It's got like some light sprinkles and then, yeah, some cake pieces throughout that is so good. And you've got that big amphitheater there that you can walk over and sit in while you enjoy. Watch the boats with the characters in them go by, get a wave in or two. So good. One of my faves. Yum. All right. We've made it to favorite item overall at Animal Kingdom. And again, Karina's in the hot seat. (laughs) Oh my goodness, every time. I know. <laughs> oh, I think I have to say I really love those ahi ahi tuna nachos mm. from Yak and Yeti. Oh man, those are delicious. So good. I already said it, but the churros at Nomad Lounge. Okay, mm. mine Becca and I talked about this, but uh, I like <laughs> she knows exactly what I'm about to say. I like Mr. Kamal's fries a lot. However, yes. they, I think, recently took away their sauces, which would mean that they are no longer my favorite because the sauces are really what make it. So I'm hoping they oh, bring yeah. them back. But usually it comes with like a sriracha ketchup. It's so good. And again, not mobile order. You walk up, enjoy it. And again, girl dinner. I usually get the French fries <laughs> from Mr. Kamal's and then go get my ice cream and call it a, a day. <laughs> a girl them, day. So. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like the title of this podcast, we have to use the word sauce in somewhere in the title. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's all about the sauce. I mean, it's so make or break, though, honestly. It is. is. All right. Let's make our way to Hollywood. So over at Hollywood Studios, let's start with quick service. And I'll mix it up this time, Karina. Becca, what's your favorite quick service? Okay, now that I'm finally ready. Okay, just kidding. Hey, Karina, what's your favorite quick service restaurant at Hollywood Studios? Okay, 100%. I love ABC Commissary because they have something there that I literally crave. I crave this thing on a daily basis, and it's their buffalo chicken grilled cheese. 
Ooh, that Have sounds you- so good. It is so good. But also, like, the do you get the side salad that comes with no, it? No, honey. I get the fries because <laughs> I like dipping those delicious fries in the buffalo sauce that they give you and the ranch. Listen, it's like a whole experience that I have. <laughs> See, we're back, to, we're back to the sauce. Back to the sauce. There's more sauce yeah. to come, I feel like, too. So anyway. I'm going to back you up because that dish, I've had it and it it's it's phenomenal. Becca, are I you am, backing up as in that's your favorite or as in just supporting, supporting I am su- I'm supporting and I also support the fries as a side. So this is not a judgmental statement, but when you just- There's, there's steak fries to be oh, specific. That's why. Okay, so I probably would have changed my side if I knew that. I, when you order it like standard, it comes with like this salad and the salad is like really, really flavorful. And mm. um, it's a little bit mild and it has like some sort of grain on it. But anyway, it kind of like is like the mild friend to like that spicy sandwich. Anyway, I was just gonna ask because it's really good. But um, I think my favorite quick service is again, not a place that you can like mobile order or anything from, but it's Baseline Tap House in. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios, which is right across from Star Tours. It's kind of hidden. You can kind of like miss it. Mm -hmm. But um, they've got um, adult beverages there. They've got beer and wine and I think cider, ciders too, on tap. Mm -hmm. And they're all from California. The small plates are really good. I love the charcuterie because girl dinner. Yes. (laughs) And um, anyway, it's a place we like to hang out. So we get some beers, we hang out, and it's kind of all outdoor seating, but they've got music playing and stuff, and at night they've got string lights, and it's like a vibe over there, but that's where I like to hang out, Hollywood Studios. Love it. Mine is Woody's Lunchbox. Um, their grilled cheese is great. Oh. I love their grown-up lemonade, which mm-hmm. is another alcoholic beverage, but it's like a cherry limeade almost, but more lemonade So good. But I really like their breakfast bowl. So often when I'm going into Hollywood oh. Studios, I'll try to go back to Slinky and then get my breakfast bowl. But it's got like little, they call them potato barrels, but they're tater tots um, mm. with some eggs and a little bit of gravy. And then they have Texas Pete's hot sauce that's so good to put on top. It's just, oh, I love yeah. it. That's my morning. Yeah. That's my morning. Yummy. What about table service? Well, I'll start. Okay. If I'm, (laughs) yeah, if I'm going fancy, I'm going to the Brown Derby. Yes, ma'am. And it's like a vibe over there. I know I keep saying that, but Hollywood Studios is full of vibes. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little bit fancy over there, a little bit vibey over there. You feel like you're on the red carpet. Um, They've got really phenomenal drinks. And if you go there, it's kind of like a rite of passage. You have to get the famous Cobb salad. And it's famous because it's really, really good. So that was my favorite as well. Cobb salad. It's like light but heavy enough if that makes sense like mm-hmm. it, it'll sustain you but it's also a salad that feels pretty light while you're walking around in the theme parks yeah. and hot orlando so love it it's delicious mm-hmm. i i think i'm gonna choose olga's cantina i know it's like mm-hmm. a bar but there is food there too um because now that i think about it i don't think i've ever had table service at hollywood studios because i always go to abc commissary to get my spicy buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich like Mm -hmm. i just can't get past it Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I really love love olga's cantina especially the fact that i can make a reservation after the park closes which Mm -hmm. is really nice because i can get those pictures with nobody in the park that's really nice um 
But as far as what I like to order from Olga's Cantina, I like getting that fuzzy Tom Tom drink mm. that makes your mouth like all numb and feel weird. It's just like an experience. I feel like everybody should try. It's a great vibe in there. It's so fun. I feel like they toned it down. So our um, teammate, Amy, she is on the West Coast. And when Galaxy's Edge first opened over there, she went and, of course, was trying the drinks and got a fuzzy tauntaun. And there was no warning about it. And now the the servers will kind of tell you about it. And she thought she was, like, having a stroke because she lost feeling in her mouth because it, like, makes your mouth tingle a little Mm -hmm. bit. And then the server was – she was like, what is in this? And then the server told her and all was well. But, yeah, it does give you a little little – tingly uh with that one yeah i was like am i having a slight allergic reaction Uh (laughs) no (laughs) just the drink if they didn't warn me i probably i would probably think i was having an allergic reaction so yeah that is a fun drink though it is fun it is it is so let's talk honorable mention what's something that people shouldn't miss over at hollywood studios Ronto wrap. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> my my savory is showing, I know, but um mm-hmm. like I just love a Ronto wrap. So, um you can get it over at Ronto Roasters, which is in Galaxy's Edge, and there is just something about the combination. So it's kind of like a like a non bread or pita. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like a it feels more like a non bread to me. And there's like a a grilled pork sausage in there, but also mm. a grilled pork like slice of meat. And that sounds like a lot of pork mm. overkill, but it just works. Good. They're so good. And they do close. Ronto Roasters closes a little bit early. Um, so if they do close, then you can find Ronto Wraps over at Docking Bay 7. And both of those offer mobile order. My honorable mention is the cold brew half calf, which you can get at Katsaka's uh, kettle. So it's like a little cold brew with some cocoa puffs basically on top and a little bit of cream so good that's like my mm-hmm. afternoon pick me up i yep. love those um you it's can good. also get it spiked if you'd like as well and that's mm-hmm. also available on mobile order mm-hmm. that's a good one let's talk about favorite item overall and mine has already been talked about because it was the ronto wrap that's my absolute favorite but what mm-hmm. are your favorites over at hollywood studios Yep. I'm going to say Ronto Wrap for sure. And then I already mentioned it, but I really like the California charcuterie. That's at Baseline Tap House. And you get like a full uh, charcuterie board with lots of different cheeses and meats and these little like crustinis. And it's like $12. So I share it with my husband. I do charcuterie at my food truck like, and I do charcuterie events. And let me tell you, yeah, that charcuterie is 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Recommend. Ooh. It's good for sure. Yep. Gets yeah. Karina's stamp of approval. Yep. So you know it's good. <laughs> Love it. Well, that wraps up the four theme parks. We've made it through the theme parks. Let's jump over to Disney Springs, which is like the entertainment district. They've got shopping, dining. So it's great for your arrival day. Great if you're having an off day from the theme parks. It's just a great stop. And I think it often goes overlooked. So let's start with quick service over at Disney Springs. What do you guys recommend? Man, there is so much, but I'm going to go on my sweet side. <laughs> I recommend Gideon's because like their cookies, their cakes, their mm. cold brews, cookies, cakes, cold brews, the three C's, mm. all you need. Mm-hmm. Plus <laughs> the spooky vibes. Yes. You know, that's why you like it too, but I love it. I love it too. I guess so. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like a cookie shop and like Haunted Mansion had like a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm putting it out there that hopefully one day we'll do a collaboration, Bruja's Table and Gideon's. <gasps> oh, okay. So that's like the perfect uh, marriage right there. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. Um, manifesting, be- manifesting. 
Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's like the same vibe. Mm-hmm. So I have to confess that I've never been there because, I mean, you've heard me talk about quick service or uh, sorry, about mobile order this whole time. If there's a line, I'm just like, I'm not there. It's just mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. And I've never seen it without a line. So can you guys give your best tips on when to go, like when the line is shortest? Mm-hmm. I preferably like to go later on in the evening. Um, and honestly, when you see a long line, it goes by very, very quickly. Mm. The time I would kind of avoid, I believe it's either one or two o'clock. I think it's two o'clock is their hot cookie hour. And that's when they have their hot cookies. Yeah, it's that's. I feel like the busiest time, but if you can make it for a hot cookie hour, I recommend it totally. Mm, mm. But yeah, tor- like towards the end of the night or at the very beginning of the day, uh, that's when I recommend it. That's super helpful. I have to try next time mm-hmm. then. I just you have do. to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've convinced me. Thanks for the scoop, guys. <laughs> so my favorite quick service is Chicken Guy. That's the Guy Fury chicken nugget. Again, girl dinner. So chicken nuggets and French fries. Like that's literally all that they serve. I'm waiting. And the sauce. (laughs) The sauce. That's what it's really known for. So the chicken tender, it's like like so crispy on the outside but like juicy on the inside. It's a very – it's just so good. And their fries are also well-seasoned and delicious. But yes, what Becca was saying is they are known for their sauce. I think there's like 20 sauces that you get to choose from. I think all but like three or four are gluten-free as well, which is really great. But they're all made in-house. My very favorite is the buffalo sauce. So again, we're just like all three of us are of the same hive mind here because mm-hmm. I think it's rare to find like a buffalo that is really, really good and stands out. And this was like, I was like licking my fingers at the end of my dinner. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's always a must do for me. Yeah. I feel like anything he touches is just next level. I was skeptical. I was yeah. like, how good? I mean, I always like chicken nuggets mm-hmm. and french fries but how i was like how exceptional could this really be it's it's pretty good highly yeah. recommend yeah. if you're going to be in the area mm-hmm. what about table service and again hive mine i know becca i know our answers are going to be the same wine bar george ding 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 <laughs> wine bar george i love that little restaurant so it feels classy but it's not like super over the top like mm-hmm. fancy so it feels a little elevated Everything on George's menu is fantastic. George is also very like involved in his restaurant and with the guests that come there. But their wine selection is endless. All of it has everything I've tried has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had anything from appetizers to, to dessert and I'm never disappointed. And I leave there being like, oh, this was so fun. Yeah. Um, so they also have a place where you can kind of grab and go things. It's called the picnic basket. Um, but they also have outdoor seating on the terrace. So if you're there in the evening, the terrace actually overlooks a stage next to the water. So if you time it right, you can have a little outdoor entertainment while you're dining. But the whole experience is just lovely. And it's just I love being there. It's always my go-to. So I'm right there with you. I also love that there's usually a lot of availability. And for Mm -hmm. a lot of things at Disney Springs, when it comes to table service too, try open table because that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of the reservations there are made. But you can do it Mm -hmm. through my Disney experience as well. But back to Wine Bar George, I also had brunch there. Phenomenal. Shareable small plates, like Becca said. I've had meatballs, burrata, you name it. And it's all been just exceptional. Have loved Mm -hmm. it. So I like to start off by getting a rubber ducky drink at the boathouse mm-hmm. because it's delicious. <laughs> I mean, it's like you have to. And then you get that little duck and then you put it on someone's Jeep mm-hmm. when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but I really love uh, Chef Art's Homecoming, mm-hmm. Smith's Homecoming. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Their fried chicken is really good. Yes. Um, I was actually talking like recently at one of the frog hops and they were telling me oh, that yeah. it's like the best fried chicken. And so I ended up making a reservation because he's like, oh, you know, it's far out in advance. And back to making reservations, I found one like a week later, mm. just scrolling through and one just popped up. And I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Yep. And it was amazing. It was so good like the mac and cheese the fried chicken so good it was just like home cook like home cooking Mm -hmm. you know yes it's delicious that was like my other top if I was if that was my honorable mention Mm -hmm. so I we're already two honorable mentions but that was my honorable mention because it's so delicious I also love their Mm -hmm. deviled eggs they've got chicken biscuits and they have moonshine like they're known for their moonshine and they have moonshine flights so you get to try I like moonshine (laughs) it's Theirs is good. I don't like all moonshine. Some yeah. of it is a little, yeah. oh, a little much for me. But I like flavored some, ones. Flavored ones. Yes, yes, yes. You can yes. get a moonshine tumbler. You can get the moonshine Ooh. tumblers with like the cups and stuff. So delish. So, what are your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. Um, I also like Polite Pig. It's a quick service place. They have uh, delicious barbecue there and bourbons. And every time, everything I've tried there has always been really delicious. Nice. What about you, Karina? I really enjoy the daily poutine because mm-hmm. I love when they have different uh, events going on, like during Latinx Hispanic, Latinx or Hispanic Heritage Month. They had a pastelon, uh, which is like a, a traditional Puerto Rican, like a lasagna, but we make it with sweet plantains, meat, cheese, all that stuff. But they made that into like a, a poutine with over fries huh. and it was probably the most delicious thing ever wow. and I have not stopped thinking about it I recreated it at home so good so I I just love like just the quickness and they just always have something different going on when there's like a new event or something going on that's a good tip to like keep your eyes peeled for specialty offerings too. yeah let's move on to our favorite items at Disney Springs who wants to kick us off That's tough. It's so tough because there's so much good food at Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. But that's like my dessert place. Yes. I feel like all the good dessert places are at Disney Springs. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So my favorite is actually, and you can get this here or at Disneyland, but I like the Ghirardelli Sundays. Mm -hmm. My kids love them. They've got like the little Mickey Sundays where they put a little waffle cone in it to make it kind of look like ears. So we all, that's always a stop for us when we go there. I like the Gold Rush Sunday. So that's Mm -hmm. always a must for us at Disney Springs. Oh, so good. Um, It's really hard for me to pick one favorite item at Disney Springs. I go there a lot. And as a local, Mm -hmm. I'm really spoiled. Like regular chain restaurants around here, like don't cut it for us anymore sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I'm like, um, I just love eating over at Disney Springs. So it's really hard for me to pick a favorite. Um, Everglaze Donuts is really fun. Um, yes. The donuts there are like incredible. They make them mm-hmm. in front of you, in front of the window. They've got some cold brews on tap. They've got funky kind of like con- uh, concoctions and like um, combinations that t- they put together between like your donut and your in your cold brews but it's also just super creative so like that's a fun one okay so becca you teased this a little bit ago you talked about and mm-hmm. karina too that you like to hop around to the resorts to eat so let's hop over to the walt disney world resort hotels so let's start with quick service 
Okay, so my quick service sounds simple, and maybe it is, but I always get really delicious things there, and that's the Boardwalk Deli over at the Boardwalk Inn. Um, They just have really great sandwiches and salads, um, and they have some bakery items there, and they also have fountain drinks. And so if I want a nice little lunch, I just, I love the vibes over there. Nice. Karina, what about you? I love, love, love Captain Cook's at the Polynesian. Mm. I was going to say that one it's too so good. as like another. Yes. So I would agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They have such a good selection of like fresh items and like the portions and the price is just amazing. Mm-hmm. So good. Do you get the nachos there? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I like to get. And it's so hard to like stray away from something else when I go there. But it's just it's so good. And it's so good to share because I can never finish them on my own. Yeah. They're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mine is, and I feel like I haven't had any bad quick service at the resorts, which I feel Mm -hmm. like is rare. Like, they're all pretty good. But um, I had a burger that I have not forgotten about over at Three Bridges at Coronado Springs. And it had, like, some potato strings and paprika fries. And it was just chef's kiss. Just so good. Mm. Can't go wrong with a good burger. No. How about table service? What's your go-to table service at the Disney World hotels? Karina is answering. Go ahead. You need to spill it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because this is my favorite of all time. Like, I don't I don't know if we're there yet, but like, I, I mean, this is going to be a two for one because I tell so many people are going to be upset because this is like my little <laughs> secret. It's my favorite place ever. I've taken my mom, my stepdad Aww. for for Mother's and Father's Day. It's Sebastian's Bistro. Oh. Yes. Over at the uh, Caribbean Beach Resort. Mm -hmm. It is so good. Really? I would have never, like, again, I know that they're all really great, but that's not one that I would have, like, thought to mark down. That's, I'll have to check it out. Let me, uh, let me walk you through the menu because I feel like I tell everybody this. So it's all just really bright and airy and there's pictures of Sebastian and you really feel like you're immersed in like a Little Mermaid area, but it's not like too much. It's more, you know, it's a little fancier. But you start off with a necklace salad and it's like a key lime salad. Mm. It's delicious. Yeah, it's like really fresh. And then like the bread, it comes with like a guava jam, guava butter and like onion jam. And then it's like everything is very fresh. So you get like vegetables over an open fire. You get chimichurri steak and it's family style. Ooh, so okay. that's really good. Oh. Um, yeah. So there's like something for everybody. There's fish, there's chicken, there's pork, there's steak. You get rice and beans. And then the best part. That dessert. <gasps> Tell us more. Tell it us more. <laughs> so good. Pineapple coconut bread pudding with the caramel mm-hmm. sauce on top of it and vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Similar okay, to the I one claim- you can get at the Poly, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can I claim this as like girl date next time that I'm mm-hmm. in town, please? please. Yeah. I'll go have dinner. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. okay, Becca, what's yours? What's your table service go to? <sighs> you guys, don't make me pick. I'm just going to rattle <laughs> off tops. So Topolino's Terrace at the Riviera. Mm. I love the brunch there. It's also a character meal. The characters are in their little art costumes. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so Topolino's Steakhouse 71 is a big one. It used to be the wave. I loved it when it was the wave. 
but they recently redid it to Steakhouse 71. It's amazing. California Grill, a top of the contemporary, is a good one. But literally, like, the list could just go on and on. Um, Ohana is a big favorite. Yes. Um, There's so many. Those are my tops. Um, So I knew you were going to talk about those, so I was going to add more. Because Steakhouse 71 is great. California Grill is great. Karina gave us a new one we got to go check yeah. out. Um, but there's two mm-hmm. on my list that I thought were worth honorable mentions. I guess not honorable mention. They're some of my favorite table yeah. service. But Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge, <gasps> their breakfast yes. buffet is so good. Phenom. They have like a different egg, like scrambled egg mixture mm. all, every day. And it's it's just so good. Um, and they have plantains there too that mm-hmm. I are always just Oh, they're so good. And then yes. my other that is maybe cheating, but Becca, I know you've been cheating this whole podcast with your picks, so I'm just going to cheat for mine. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's Trader Sam's. Uh, they yeah. have Tiki Terrace outside. Uh-huh. Oh, where it's it's hard sometimes to get into the actual Trader Sam's because yeah. they usually have a line, but that Tiki Terrace usually does not have a line. They pipe in the music for fireworks. They've got mocktails, cocktails, Dole whips with an extra little shot if you want it, and then they have like poo poo platters dumplings sushi so that is a nice stop if you want to be somewhere where you can still see the fireworks hear the music and get a feel for trader sam's tiki bar yeah and they've got like the tiki torches outside yes you definitely feel like you are on vacay when you are over there yes yes Mm -hmm. for sure yeah so I skipped ahead a little bit because mine were kind of supplemental to yours Becca but let's talk honorable mentions at the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels Let's just keep the poly vibes going. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Clearly, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort hits when it comes to dining. Kona Cafe is my honorable mention. Um, They have really good food there. It's very Mm -hmm. similar to like Ohana. It's also much, much easier to get into where like Ohana can be kind of hard sometimes. Um, It's not character dining or anything like that, but you can get some of the famous like Ohana um, eat there. So you can get that that bread pudding there. You can ask for Ohana noodles. They're not on the menu, but you can ask for it. I love the pot stickers, the sushi. All of it is yes. really, really good. So that's my honorable yeah. mention. I had one from Polly too. Okay. <laughs> um, and that is Pineapple Lanai for mm-hmm. their Dole Whips. And sometimes it's a big like Dole Whip bar. Um, and sometimes there's even specialty flavors that you can't find in the parks that you can find there at the Polly. So that's my go-to. Yeah. Good one. I had one more too, but it's not in yes. Spill it. vibes. Spill it. Um, yes. So over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, the Sanaa Bread oh, Service. Yeah. For the sauce, yeah, because it has the different <laughs> types of naan and the accompaniments oh, like chutney yeah. and hummus. It's yeah. so good. It is so it's good. very very good. And the the atmosphere over there. Um, so yeah, I was gonna say that one, and it dropped off my list. So I'm glad you mentioned it. What about you, Karina? Any honorable mentions? Oh, my honorable mention. Oh man, that's so difficult because I feel like I'm just starting to explore now because I have my places that I, I really like and I can't get past. I feel like you gave us the tip of all tips with Sebastian. I did. Like, yeah, I feel like that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Whenever it comes to resort, anything, it's like Sebastian's. We're going to Sebastian's. Yeah. <laughs> so we were going to talk about favorite item overall. It sounds like your pick is Sebastian's. Would you say that's fair? Nice. We're 100%. <laughs> we're gonna have to check it out i mean yeah yeah we're just gonna have to check it out becca do you have an all-around favorite from the hotels it's got it's probably got to be kona because when, if ever 
I just seem to make that reservation the most. So the fact that I frequent there a lot probably means it's probably my overall favorite. Tonga toast. I recently just did something different with the Tonga toast because you know how it comes with the strawberry compote, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I asked them, I was like, can I get the caramel sauce instead? (gasps) Wow. It was Shut amazing. So it was like that caramel so banana. Good. I recommend. Best banana. <laughs> Are you? Oh my gosh. See, she knows her know. foodie experience. Like she knew, like she knew what to do. <laughs> I am literally taking notes. And before I visit every time, I have like a list of things that I want to eat. Yes. So I, if you're listening, suggest yes. that you write those down so that way you make sure you get them in if they're on yeah. your list. Because <laughs> otherwise, like I get sensory overload and otherwise I'm in the park yeah. and I'm like, I feel like there's something I'm missing and it's that I wanted mm-hmm. to eat this one yeah. thing. So true professional right there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a difficult job. Somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that is wonderful. Suffice it to say that the resorts have a ton of amazing food for us to try. So that brings us to like the pinnacle, right? We've talked about the theme parks. We've talked about the resorts. We've talked about Disney Springs. I want to know what is the best thing that you have ever eaten at Disney World? It can be anywhere. Do you know what it is, Karina? Me? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you have yours? Are you still thinking? There's just so much like... I, it's hard to pick just one. Like, who can really pick just one? It's really hard. <laughs> I think that's really hard. I feel like Rachel should go first on this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mine is kind of a controversial take. So I'm interested to hear what other people's experiences have been like because okay. I hear sometimes that this is hit or miss, but I'm going to share it. Okay. First of all, I made a rookie mistake and we're not to tips yet, but let me set the stage for you. Um, it was my first time at Epcot. And I decided that I wanted to try some of the festival food, severely underestimated how like delicious it is and how much I would eat and had a dining reservation at Le Cellier over mm-hmm. in Canada, mm-hmm. which is a steakhouse. And I was like, I'll walk it off. Like it, we had a few hours. I was like, it'll be fine. Um, got to Le Cellier. I still, my husband and I still like talk back and forth about how amazing it was. And we've tried to decide whether we even want to go back just in case it doesn't live up, up to our experience, but it was incredible. So you start off with this pretzel bread and they have this maple sea salt butter that goes with it. They're known oh. for their cheddar cheese soup, which mm-hmm. dip the pretzel bread yeah. in the cheddar <gasps> cheese soup. So good. And then I had filet mignon with mm-hmm. mushroom risotto on the side. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It was also like a 10 out of 10. Like, it was mm-hmm. so good. And I'm not really a steak person. Like, it's rare that I'll come off and be like, oh, that steak was delicious. I would go back. And I loved it. I think we also had dessert, but I'm pretty sure I blacked out at that point because I was just like so full. Uh, We left and I was just like, that is probably the best thing I've ever eaten. But oh my gosh, I was so full, like just stuffed. So take it from me. If you have a dining reservation at Epcot, do not go eat festival food first. Like eat breakfast and hold off till you go eat dinner. Otherwise, it's going to be bad news. But highly recommend Le Cellier, even... With the festival food, I was like, this is this is incredible. This is the best thing I've ever eaten. So that's my pick. That is the best foodie trek story I have ever heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because you went on a foodie trek, apparently. I did. Literally. I did. And But you barely survived, but you did. <laughs> I made it. Somehow I made it out. He's still, my husband will give me a hard time. He's like, remember that one time that we ate at La Cellier and it was so good. But like, you're so, I'm like, yes. Anyway, it was, <laughs> you know, that saying like, but did you die? I, I've, 
at the time, I felt like I was going to die. I was like almost in tears. Like I was like, why did I do this to myself? It was just so good. Uh, anyway, oh, I have goodness. not made that mistake again, but it was, yes, so good. But like hashtag worth it. Oh, hashtag worth it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Well, it's so funny because you're talking about how you and your husband are like, remember that time and you can't stop talking about the experience. So that's how I came to my pick. And again, I'm going to head back to Wine Bar George. Um, We went there for Easter one time. This dish is always on their menu, but we got the skirt steak. And Mm. the way that they cook it is just like the steak is literally like melting in your mouth. And the veggies will change seasonally, but it's really, really delicious. And my husband will still talk about it. <laughs> so that's so funny. Yeah. That's good to know, too. Like specialty mm-hmm. dinners, too, for like even something like Easter are worth like yeah. keeping an eye out for. Mm-hmm. Karina, what is your absolute one favorite must have item or meal at Disney World? It could be anything, but just your tippity top favorite. I, I think I'm going to stick with my Sebastian's. Nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I'm telling you, nobody's heard of it. But everybody will now. Oh, no. What did I do? Oh, no. (laughs) My little secret spot. I know it. Thank you for sharing with us. But I know I love that you've given us something brand new that Becca and I were both like, what? So gives us something new to look at for sure. And hopefully gives everybody at home some great ideas for their next trip. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, we've given lots of tips and tidbits throughout this podcast, but let's move on and wrap up with some of our very top dining tips for our audience. Becca, do you want to start us off? Sure. So as a mom and when we would plan our Disney vacations, I have picky eaters and I know it would stress me out trying to make sure that everybody had a magical trip, but that my kids were going to eat something and it wasn't going to be like a big hassle. So um, my biggest tip is that if you have picky eaters or you just have special dietary preferences or needs, just to do your research in advance, you can find all of the uh, dining locations and their menus online, um, on the website and on the app. Um, I think you'll just be, I think you'll just have more peace of mind by doing your research first. Also, don't freak out when you don't get those coveted dining reservations. Do all the little tips that we shared here. Um, I promise, I promise you, you'll find some amazing dining. Um, Also, one little thing, um, going back to the kids dining is um, if you're at a table service restaurant and you don't see French fries on the menu, I know for my kids, that's a staple that that's like the one thing I I know they'll eat <laughs> at every restaurant. A lot of times they have them at the restaurant and just ask. So super helpful. Karina, what's one tip from you that you have for people when they're thinking about dining at Disney World? My tip is go in with an open mind and explore and expand mm-hmm. your palate and have fun with it. Because when it comes to Disney food, I feel like that's what it's made for is to be a part of the experience and Like everything is just so cute and tasty. (laughs) And I feel like, yeah, just make it fun. I would agree. That's great advice. It It is. It is. My tip, of course, coming from Undercover Tourist, is to use those ticket savings that you will get when you purchase your tickets through Undercover Tourist towards your favorite snacks. So you can save up to $47 a ticket for a four-day park hopper to Walt Disney World Resort. So for a family of four, that's a savings of up to $188. I did the math on this, and that is enough for 23 Mickey ice cream bars, 
12 turkey legs or a character breakfast with the family. So those savings really do add up and you can put those towards some of the amazing ideas that we had and shared with you today. Amazing. Yay. (laughs) And Becca, I had one. I know we've been talking about this a lot, but when it comes to dining too, I think a lot of people don't realize that you can bring your own food into Disney World. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You can. So that is one of the, I think, really great things about Disney is that you're allowed to bring your own food into the park. So you don't have to feel pressured to buy the what can be pricey theme park food. Mm-hmm. Um, and this also goes hand in hand with you have picky eaters and you know they're not going to eat anything, Mm -hmm. or you're a picky eater, or you have special dietary needs, you can bring your own food. There are some rules, like um, you can only bring a certain size cooler, you can't use dry ice, no glass, things like that, but you can find all of those policies. On the Disney website, we also have some blogs that share about taking a picnic to Disney or coming to Disney with picky eaters. So we have those blog posts on our site uh, to help you there with those resources. But yeah, feel free to bring your own food. um, And Maybe you want to splurge on a really big meal, but then pack your food for the rest. So I think just knowing that is a super helpful tip. Yes. The other tip I have is to know that most of the on-site hotels have pretty affordable family pizzas for about $20 or so. Mm -hmm. So if you need just something quick to eat in the room that's also affordable, they've got you covered with pizzas. So, yep. That's such great insight. Thank you so much for sharing, Becca and Karina. So that's a wrap on dining at Walt Disney World Resort. Today we talked about the different dining options available for your family, how to make advanced dining reservations or ADRs, how to utilize tools like mobile ordering and the My Disney Experience app to enhance your experience, our absolute favorite food stops in the parks, and our top dining tips and tricks. We hope we've given you all of the dining information that you need for your next trip to Walt Disney World Resort. Don't be shy about asking us questions or letting us know what your favorites are. You know, if you go over and check out uh, Sebastian's, make sure you let Karina know how what you thought <laughs> yes, of it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> this was so much fun, Karina and Becca. Thank you so much for sharing all of your amazing insight, all of your, your foodie finds with us. Becca, for even more pixie dust, where can our audience find you? Well, you guys can't get rid of me. You'll see me here working on the (laughs) team at Undercover Tourist. If you want to follow on my personal adventures where I just share uh, family fun as we go about the theme parks and things here in Orlando, I'm on Instagram at pixie dust and freckles. Amazing. And Karina, where can our audience find you for more foodie finds or stop by and say hi at your food truck? My personal page is The Magical Latina and my food truck is the Brujas table. Amazing. Thank you both so much for being here. This was, I can't stress enough how how much fun this was. So, so great talking with you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And to everybody listening at home, thank you for hopping along with us. Bye. 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 If you enjoyed the Expert Disney Planning Tips podcast, please let us know in ratings and comments. Make sure to visit our site for discounts on theme park tickets, hotels, and more. And follow us on social at Undercover Tourist on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook, and at Theme Park Frog on Instagram. <laughs>